0: We are here. It is a uh, LeVac and guys. we not here. Like I'm here and, and you're there, but like it's the both places. But so here in a like metaphysical sense, but not, not together uh, or any of that. I am in, I'm um, in my hotel room and I was, um, I was informed today, guys, that I picked the wrong hotel. I, I, I was yelled at by, by um, one of my, uh, one of my employees down here's mother that she doesn't like this hotel. And then I was like, "All right." She was thinking about visiting, but no, that wasn't the case. She just doesn't like this hotel. So, uh,
1: <laughs> wait, wait what, what is it haunted? Is there go? What, what's going on? They just don't like it. No, I guess she's kind of like a like a hotel aficionado, and oh. she has
0: friends who work at a lot of different hotels, and like this is one of the ones her friends do, don't work at. So she yelled at me and said, "I need like if I, next time I'm coming down, she needs to be informed in advance, and she'll find my hotel for me." I loved that I've had I've had a blast in this place, man. I mean, every time I throw out all those empty beer bottles in the morning, nobody nobody says anything. It's freaking great.
1: <laughs> Is this the longest you've been in a hotel room since uh, Miami? well, Miami, you weren't in a hotel room. Is this the longest Orlando. you've been in a hotel since Atlanta? Uh, no, um,
0: probably. Yeah, I would say. I yeah, definitely. But you know, there's a big there's there's a difference, and it's it's both more and less annoying. And that is um, they still haven't, like, come all the way back from the COVID rules here. So they don't clean the room every day. So, like, you have to ask them, like, you know, like, hey, can, I need towels or, hey, can you go in and clean up or whatever? And I'm here, like, this is, you know, when we're doing this, this is the longest I'm in the room. Most of the time I'm out doing stuff. I am they're at the Columbus Civic Center or, you know, uh, piling around with everybody down here trying to figure out where everything is and who we need to know. So like I just I go in I fall asleep I drink felt beers watch TV and I fall asleep that's about it that's the routine, so I they must love me because it's been this is but well, tomorrow is day six, and they haven't had to come in here once, so you're welcome, ladies.
1: I thought you were gonna say it was less annoying because I'm not there. I tried to make it about no, myself, and, and then and then you didn't. No. Then I felt good, but I still brought it up anyways.
0: Well, and and I just thought that one without saying so. Plus, I have one room. It's a king-size bed. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I, it would be – no, it's weird. You'd be on the little couch over here in the corner. Um, No, yeah, a lot, lot of cool stuff going on. I was hanging out with a uh, new head coach of the Columbus Lions, Chris McKinney, all day uh, talking to – you know, the the way the National Arena League uh, free agent rules work is you can renegotiate with your players, as, you know, as soon as you want, but you can't speak to players who are signed to other teams in the league until November 1st. So we spent today kind of just catching up with all the guys uh, from the Lions. Everybody could, you know, but, you know, a lot of guys are all over the place right now, but try, starting to, you know, try to catch up with the guys and, and see who still wants to, you know, be a part of this pride and, and uh, very, very good responses. I'll tell you that right now. I think we're going to feel the very, very good team.
1: Uh, I'm
0: pretty excited about it.
1: What else can you tell me about the league overall? As much as I love the Columbus Lions, how about shout out to Rex Castillo, down there in Georgia what a name you know I'm a fan of any type of Rexes out there Rex Castillo and I'm putting the nice accent follows me on Twitter Uh, they've done a great job with the coverage so unless they miss something I want to make sure like the whole league-wide stuff that might impact the Empire fan base as well that you might be able to share with us
0: well you think about this league went into this week with uh three coaching vacancies and now we're down to uh, two, but one of them is going to get, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, we're down to one. It's about to get filled tonight at 7 o'clock when the uh, Orlando Predators do a live stream on their Facebook to announce their uh, new head coach. But, you know, uh, Coach Rez out in Carolina, but then Coach Fuller promoted uh, and just, you know, just everybody's plugging right along and getting it going. So we'll have our last uh, head coach vacancy filled tonight and then owners and head coaches meetings in Orlando Saturday and Sunday so uh you know i know i know it's very envious people look at me and they go i want to live that lifestyle i want to drive 17 plus hours from albany to columbus georgia and then i want to drive six plus hours from columbus georgia to orlando florida and then two days later i want to hop back in that truck that beautiful mohawk chevrolet and drive 20 plus hours up the coast to Albany, New York, from Orlando, Florida. That's what I know. Everybody's like on that. That's what everybody wants. I know. They're jealous. They're, they're a lot of jealousy. <laughs> I'm we'll just so terrible by the time I get home.
1: Yeah, work can sports they stay? It'll be fun. It'll enjoy. <laughs> You'll never feel like you're working as you slowly slide across the south of the United States of America and go up north. But at least you mentioned that, Levesque. One week from today, we will be live at Mohawk Honda in Glenville. You will be back in the Capital Region. We'll be celebrating with our guys. That's right. Uh, A new ride could be on the way for you listening right now if you stop in Glenville, New York this weekend or throughout the month of September. Awesome things happening in Mohawk Honda. We always appreciate those guys. Love the great things they do for us. So cool. And Mohawk Honda, by the way, Levesque, how about this? I want to hit the music. By God, that's Scott Moynihan's music. Good God almighty, he is back. What what um, What would Scott Moynihan music
0: be? I, I personally, I envision a kaleidoscope, you know, or, or like a kazoo, maybe, um, maybe like half a harmonica, not the full, you don't even get the full harmonica.
1: I'm thinking it's like Scotty too Scotty too hottie you know, everybody's got like the nicknames, right? Like C-Mac for Cam McKenna, the VIP man, Morales. I feel like Scotty too hottie Moynihan in his 30 plus years of automotive experience get that nickname shout out to him they want to buy your cars the volume dealer right there in the capital region they want it the new inventory is ramping up pilots passports ridge lines and more Mohawk Honda where they always go out of the way to please you come join us one week from today Thursday Scott Moynihan by God that's his music
0: yeah when you go in say hey Scott what would your entrance music be? What is it Scott? You tell us I feel like it's somebody who's like turned um, a shoebox and rubber bands into a guitar that is Scott with his <laughs> music, but that's because he spends so much time getting you great deals. You can't get great entrance music. You can't have everything, kids. You can't. I can
1: I imagine. Our, I can imagine our guys Nick and Nate now just like, oh man, can we do music? I mean, we might pay for the music. I know Gos won't, but maybe he'll be able to figure that out.
0: Nick, Nick, and Nick, and like Nate, yes, they would. You, yeah, you're cheap. No, not not gonna happen. You have the same crappy ass music. You paid for one song and it's freaking terrible. You get in a discount bargain bin, and actually every time it's heard, music somewhere dies a little bit. Like, your music actually killed Prince and the Beatles, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it did. It went back in time and suffocated the greatest art. Like, Beethoven was just about to hit the piano keys. That music went back in time and took him out. That's, that's how bad your music is. That's, that's the deal.
1: The first time you and I have a losing record, I'm going to start using that music. I did not use it. I promised the audio side last we so got to use it, but I was talked out of it. But then you got lazy? Then I realized it took a lot more editing than I realized. But maybe this week. We'll, we'll get to our picks later on, though. A couple college picks. We'll go through the NFL picks. We got a big Thursday night matchup between the Chiefs and the Chargers. But we got to make sure we talk about Aaron Judge. Levesque, home run 56. Home run 57. Yeah. The Yankees are in first place. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in baseball. Trout hitting home runs, Otani putting up big – he is, Aaron Judge, dominating the baseball headlines because of this chase he has after not just a Yankee record, but an American League record here in mid-September. Yeah,
0: and it's it's so like – it's funny because, you know, I I like to listen to um, like sports talk out of New York City in the morning. Like that's kind of like my, you know, get up and get moving and, and catch up on the Yankees, the Mets, and everything like that. Not just them, they're the worst, but everyone is like like you'll tune in one day. Like I've been working a lot, so I haven't been able to watch them make games. But I'd like to. I shouldn't one day. Oh my god. The Yankees, the Yankees are the worst team in baseball. It's this is horrendous. The Yankees are so bad. It's so bad. And then like the next day, it's all oh, the Mets. What happened to the Mets? And then like it just keeps flipping, like which team, and it's never like, oh yeah, thank God for the Yankees rebound here or whatever. It's always like like there's gotta be one where it's just the end of the world for them. So that it's it's nice that it's not the end of the world for the Yankees for the next like 15 to 20 minutes, but it it is it's something I've I I can't recall seeing in without like you know, going back to McGuire and Sosa and Bonds and stuff like that, the way he's hitting the baseball right now. And um, I know that there are now people who are so like just devoid of joy that they have to assume that Judge is cheating, even though he's the same size he's been his entire life. Like, like Judge was born six foot seven. Um, Jose Canseco accused him. Like random Red Sox fans are accusing him. The guy is just—he's a big human in a contract year, and he's seeing the baseball better than anyone, and he's hitting it over the wall, and it's really, really impressive.
1: I'm realizing that sports fans, as much as they say they want to be surprised and see something they've never seen before, that's really not the case. They still want to be entertained, but they want that payoff to be there. And what I mean by this for the judge home run chase, I, I'll use a, a wrestling comparison. We'll get to these guys later on, too. Uh, <laughs> AEW, CM Punk, like people had a feeling he was going to come back in Chicago, but they wanted it to be confirmed. Uh, the Avengers, right? Spoiler alert people thought the Avengers were going to win at the end, but they still wanted to see the movie. When McGuire and Bonds broke the record, they had a lot of time left. It feels like we don't know with Judge. Is that taking away from it? Like when McGuire did it the first time, that was early September. Judge, eh, maybe he'll get it. Maybe he won't. I don't know if that's taken away from the excitement of it. Um, no,
0: I think it, it. I think it actually will add to the excitement. But it is. It is interesting. Like the, the way you're saying it. Like I do feel like it's a little more. It's. It is muffled. Like somehow it does feel kind of muffled. That I. I wonder if it's just Yankee fans are looking at this going, you know, if you'd signed him with a long term contract before this, we know he was going to be a Yankee forever. I think Yankee fans are kind of like, like we feel we're on that last nice date before a breakup. You know, it's like, like oh, this is so sweet. He's hitting he's going to hit 60 plus home runs for us. What a, what a gentleman. He pushed the chair and oh, it's so nice. Open the door. He's leaving in the morning. I know it. I know he is. I know he's gonna, he's going to leave those home runs on the nightstand and we're going to be left. You know, he's going he's gonna to go to the San Francisco freaking Giants or some crap, and Yankee fans are going to be without the big fella. I think that's – I think maybe that's why we're all kind of just like – like just, you know, tepidly watching this, hoping for him to hit as many home runs as possible, but at the same time going, you know, if he hit a few less, maybe you have to stay.
1: <laughs> 60's okay. Stay right underneath that record, please. Yep. Please. yep. Don't do that. <laughs> now, now, you know, this is like a very – you mentioned New York sports talk and the tape that could be. Has anyone hit the hot take that has anyone hit the hot take that this is distracting yet for the Yankees? The home run chase in comparison to the playoff chase. Like, oh, the home run chase is taking the eyes off. I wanna know if I've been burned by a hot take like that in New York yet.
0: I haven't heard it yet. Um, but I mean you might have said it and I couldn't hear it because your Wi-Fi is so freaking terrible. I'm like in I'm in my hotel. My my, my wi-fi in my hotel went out, and I'm on my cell phone and my And my Beats earbuds, and I'm doing. It's better reception than you. (laughs) You need to call and complain. You really need to. I don't know. It's, but it's like I. I feel like I could. I could take um like some of those little paper cups and strings, and tie them to the internet and have better coverage (laughs) than than you.
1: Every time. It's not even like every single time. It's not even like – it's like random right before I'm going to talk. Like right now it sounds fine. Everything's good. Yes. Yes. And it's like – you
0: make a point. Right. (laughs) That
1: should be be sponsored. I wonder if there's like just like my wife's like, no, no, no. Don't give the stupid judge sports talk take. We're cutting you out on this one. All right. Get back in there with your college picks. I think if somebody –
0: if I actually heard somebody come up to me and go, well, you know why the Yankees have kind of fallen off? They're distracted by how well Judge is playing. I wouldn't be able to control myself. I would slap them across the face. Like I, I, I wouldn't. Like, how do you, how do you, yeah? Well, everyone's just distracted by how good their leaders playing. What are you? Do you what? Like you haven't heard that anywhere yet, right? You're just being no just playing devil's advocate. I'm okay. just curious.
1: Right. Of I'm trying to find reasons as to why the hype isn't there. Like it feels like not ninety eight, uh-huh. not Bonds' is Chase. I'm trying to find reasons, and maybe the reason was as simple as that. We don't know. Like there is some uncertainty, and I guess sports fans don't like as uncertainty as much as I thought.
0: I just, I just. I just realized something. Um, we can never do a Thursday show from out from under the orange roof again. Like we just every Thursday show because every time we do a Thursday show, it's usually at Hooters, and I'll usually look up and we'll have like like twenty people watching. Like we had like three people watching. We have zero people watching live at this exact while we're doing this zero people are watching live I, and I think I, it's cause it's Thursday and they tune in. They're like, let's freaking go boobies. And then they turn around on. They're like, Oh no, just some boobs. Like not, not hooters. So I think uh, like we, we shouldn't have done this.
1: No, I'll blame. I, I take two reasons. One, I should have hyped it up more because I'm like, oh, are we going to do it on Thursday? Are we not? Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. And then someone probably tuned in and like, Oh God, God's on his wifi again. No, there's a,
0: there's a twin peaks down the road. I could hop in the truck real quick and yeah. And get good. over there. I've never been to a Twin Peaks. I've been meaning to try one. There's a Hooters in the area, but I haven't seen it. I drive by the Twin Peaks on my way to the Civic Center, so I know where that is. I still, I haven't gone yet. I feel like I'd be disloyal to Boston Dan. Like it's weird. Like, like I don't want to. Like, I got that seven-year itch with the marriage. You know, I've been going checking out the chicks in the tight Orange Shorts for a long time. Everything's good. I'm like walking by, winking at you know, Twin Peaks. I go, "So, girls, how them tight Landos? How you doing?" And I just keep going because I feel. I'm all talk, and I'm still too loyal. I've Don't do cheat. it.
1: Don't do it yeah. to Hooters. No, do, do not it. I'm do it. that. I'm going to uh, go right now. For our audio audience, by the way, you aren't missing any boobies. I'm sorry. Boobies! Let's talk about Johnstone Supply and Troy, though, LeVac, because there was a big local event in the Capital Region. Johnstone Supply and Troy is helping you as the weather continues to change this fall heating system furnaces whatever it might be in your home that you need help with the number for you is 518-272-5922 518-272-5922 johnstone supply and why on facebook if you want to follow them shout out to george and everybody over there at sixth avenue and troy stop Hi, in say hello say hey do you guys sell wi-fi units do you sell ladders what can you do here to help people in their homes to make sure it's safe and anything else that might happen Shout Can we build everybody. a giant
0: zip line from my house to the Columbus Civic Center? Come on, Johnstone Supply.
1: I just George. imagine like a big sign of Johnstone supply in Troy in the end zone. Or maybe the 50 yard line. Maybe George's face on the 25 yard line, I should say.
0: thank you. Please.
1: I caught myself. Act like, act like you've been here before.
0: I leave that, I leave the Empire, and all of a sudden everything goes to crap. The guy who does the play by play doesn't know where the hell the, the field is, how long it is.
1: You suck. Did you see my press conference the other day? johnstone supplying troy 518-272-5922 518 272 i did see your press conference i liked the polo The polo looked very good the beard I mean, looked good did i compliment I mean, you on
0: your hair everything you I mean, did, it, was, it was like weird you were begrudgingly complimenting my hair you're like how did your hair look good
1: i feel like it's somebody who doesn't know anything about sports that they're just like offered those takes like well you look good the, the beard was good <laughs> the shirt was nice didn't really listen didn't understand what you were saying but that's, that's not, all I got from your press conference.
0: That, all right. Well, that's, I mean, as long as it was all about, it was good about me. I'm fine. I don't care. I was going to bring up the 50 yard indoor war on the floor. Cause that was like with how they used to promo it back in the day. The 50 yard indoor war on the floor. I brought that up during the thing. I think, I think the cleaning ladies heard me talk about them. I think they're trying to get in. If you like, if you just ever like randomly, a bunch of maids run through here with vacuums and feather dusters and shit. just, just hope it's a porn. That's all I'm saying.
1: Leave it on. That's right. Uh, are are we sad we missed AEW yesterday? That's the biggest event in all. Many yeah. People were talking all about it. You and I were supposed to go, and then things changed, and then life changed, and then responsibilities changed. And I feel like we missed <clears throat> one of the biggest fall the events. Then
0: you can change, then everybody can change. Yeah, it, it looked, I was shocked at the group that was there. Like I knew, like I knew, like like our buddy Scotty Blaine. I knew that dude would go. He's a pro wrestling addict. I knew he'd be there. But like you know, see Chad from the uh, the Hideaway and the uh, the Irons Edge or whatever the hell that place is called. Uh, he he was there. Like there were so many people that like so random the grouping that was there that I did start to miss it. And then I was watching it. and I caught myself not watching the actual matches but staring into MVP arena, trying to see who was there. And if it was anybody I knew and I could see them. (laughs)
1: That's the best way to do it, isn't it? I miss the signs. I don't know if AEW is not as active with their signs. I saw one person put up a sign at the end of the main event that said CM Punk. uh, I think CM Punk is better than the Young Bucks or the Young Bucks fear CM Punk, something like that. I had a feeling like Tony Contra confiscated the sign and all of a sudden it wasn't there and anything else. Uh, the turnout for AEW from the videos I saw, the actual crowd wasn't as big as I thought. I, I know wrestling I, I has like really a crowd. Yeah, I know it's got like a huge history in Albany. And look, there's been spots in upstate New York. I know they did Buffalo the week before and everything, but maybe it's just the way people film it in the crowd. But like when you have the opposite camera side, all the seats are Kind of empty, maybe that, like maybe that's the trick of t- the magic of television, right? It's called well, maybe that's what that's
0: why. what WWE always did too. That's why TV side is TV side and everything over there. But um there was also what, I think saliva at Spac or something. There was also like a rock show at Spac, so I think it was a pretty split audience. But uh, it, the MVP Arena, I, I don't know, like it has been weird. People have been a little lukewarm on coming back, and it's you know, it, it is. It's funny to me, not like funny, ah, funny weird. Because last year when we like, okay, we can only have 5,000 people. or You got to do this. You got to do this. People would come out, and they would, like, bitch about having to show their papers to get in. They would complain about how long it took to get in or whatever. But they'd come. They were always there. And then this year it's like, no restrictions. Wear a mask if you're sick. Let's go. And everybody's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you just want to be miserable. <laughs> like So to see it happen at AEW as well kind of makes my heart feel good, to be honest with you.
1: Dalton Castle LeVac, one of your former co-workers, a former guest of ours.
0: So uh, Chad from the Hideaway sends me a video, and I don't know how he shot the video, or if it's like his phone and my phone, or just they just don't compute to each other. But like the it was it was smaller than a than a postage stamp, the video. So I tapped it a couple times to try to get it to go bigger, and it went up like like to bigger than a postage stamp, but not large enough to fill the screen. I finally got to fill the screen, and it was so pixelated. That like I could barely see the party peacock himself, Dalton Castle and the six man tag with the boys. But uh I gotta find that. I wanna see that. Dalton's a good dude, man. He puts on a hell of a show. It's good to see him back, you know, because he was with Ring of Honor, and that is the Ring of Honor six man tag. But he was with Ring of Honor and then he's been doing independent stuff here and there. But to see him with one of the majors is I think is where he belongs. So hopefully AEW, you know, utilizes him and has him out there and and he gets a chance to really show
1: off because he's fun to watch. What a moment to, to come back in front of your home crowd. You know, there were some haters in the crowd who said you could never do it. And he probably gets to say, look, I'm doing it for a major oh, no. company. No, no,
0: no. All those people got fired by the radio station. that let him go. They're not. None of them are here anymore.
1: <laughs> that filled my heart so much.
0: Well, it was, <laughs> I mean, anybody who doesn't know. So Dalton used to be on Q103. And then there was a point where and, and none of those bosses are here anymore. He and it was the one guy in particular who we actually are still kind of friends with. And he goes, Dalton goes to the guy and goes, Hey, listen, my wrestling career is taking off. I can still do this. I just can't work weekends. And like an occasional weekend I'll be able to work out, but like, don't book me for anything without talking to me first because I'm this is taking off. This is gonna be good for all of us. And they said, No, you can't work weekends, you can't work here. And they fired him. It was like it was like a week, maybe two weeks later, he was on the cover of Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> And like to this day, I'm always like I do that that the gentleman who who said no 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 thank you every time he tries to tell me how smart he is like um is it smart when you fired a guy who was about to blow up on the cover of Rolling Stone huh how do you feel about that a smart move on your part He'll usually say, have... <"S->
1: it's usually fuck you back as what yeah. follows up that. that wouldn't have been good for digital content having the cover person on the and room. he
0: was I'm awesome there. at digital content he was one of the it's guys. Just... He they, they did a thing where there was a point where um, Cumberland Farms was using cardboard cutouts of David Hasselhoff to promote shit, and they went like they were getting stolen. So he did the whole thing it was him and a couple other guys from the station that went Flounder. looking for yeah Flounder and uh, BJ I think BJ's back over there now, and they went look they drove around the capital region looking for Hasselhoff cutouts and found and found one eventually, like that kind of, I know it doesn't I'm not doing it justice but it was hysterical because of the way he edited it it was great. And he's very talented very talented guy so happy for him. Can't wait to see that. Hopefully, they won the belts or had the belts or kept the belts. or Hopefully, he has belts. I don't want his pants to fall down.
1: Hopefully, he comes back, man. Hopefully, more AEW shows on the way, too. And by the way, Flounder, former guest on Getting There with Guys, Go check out that episode. We talked more about what you just referenced to. Maybe Flounder will start doing some of this as well, man. More podcast stuff, telling stories about it. Uh, I got some college football weekend, New York weekend, some big games nationally. But before we do all that, The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins, and new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL game to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw it out on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code 518 to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code 518. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: Show up.
1: That's right. College football, the NFL, whatever you're looking for our home is DraftKings. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Again, show notes for details right underneath this on the audio side. Uh, I feel like the loss of Texas A&M... It's not as fun when we could have had Miami versus Dixon in, but I saw Luke Combs is getting picked to be the college game day picker this Saturday. Sometimes we do these shows on Saturday mornings, but of course those moments away from putting the headgear on. I kind of like Luke Combs. I'm not like a huge country music fan, but he's got the big yeah, he's beard. Good. He's from he's from Boone, North Carolina. I hear McAfee singing the long. I can't even do it because I don't want to pay for the song. But yeah, I, I think the <laughs> at- state feel might be kind of cool for this one.
0: Um yeah, it's you know that you brought up the am thing first and that kind of i'm still a little butthurt over that but uh no luke combs is a good dude he's uh i like his music he's cool Uh, as far as as far as college football goes this week i'm um i'm in an area that you just don't really kind of publicly speak about college football because you could very easily end up um in in a lot of different conversations about college football like like auburn's nearby the university Georgia is very popular here a lot of roll tide. I'm very close to Alabama, so um, I, I've actually uh, done my my level best to not speak of college football in public because I don't need to lose that much of my life or potentially lose my life. So all my college football talk has been kept on the inside.
1: It's very smart. You don't know who's a fan yeah. of who, who to offend, who not to offend, and how far it is to get to a certain place. And I forgot to tell you this. different.
0: I forgot to tell you because you said who, who to offend. I thought I forgot about this. So we did the press conference we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, and I did my, you know, I did my spiel, whatever. One of the guys, I met him in the beginning. He was just kind of looking at me weird. Comes up to me and a big smile starts shaking my hand. He goes, I am really glad to meet you and, and whatever. And he goes, did you like, is it radio? Did you work on not having like an annoying New York accent? Like, how did you get rid of it? Why don't you have an accent? Why is your voice so clean and like, you know, non, non, you just don't have an accent. And I was like, did you say annoying here? Okay, I'm like I I don't know. I go well. I'm not from the city, I go, so like it's kind of a melting pot. But but it was funny. Like I've never had someone walk up to me and go, "I'm really impressed by your non-distinct voice." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I said, "You are welcome." And it was it was made me happy. So yeah. So that's you said annoying voice, and I thought of that.
1: Well, <laughs> no, it's amazing. Cause like I guarantee you, you could have flipped it over. And if someone moved up from Georgia, like you did this with Armin in Texas, it's not a bad thing. We just don't know. It's hard yeah. in the United States of America to just assume every, like geography and dialect and all that stuff. Yeah. it's I, I give One a of the,
0: uh, one of the women in my office has like this, just a, uh, she's, from, um, she's from Mississippi. She's from Mississippi. She's a little Mississippi accent. And I just think it's like, I'll stop and like tilt my head and like, listen, because it's just, I don't hear that very often. So it's like I love accents. I think they're great. I, the problem is, I mimic them without thinking, and people think I'm making fun of them. That's okay.
1: I think it's imitation's the highest form of flattery, so they should. That's be okay. Thin I you. think imitation's the highest form. Of, see, I can't no, help. I sounded just, in, I it
0: just like feels, you. It, it didn't feels <laughs> good. <laughs> doing good. George is I the wait. number one. George is the George number one team in the country.
1: Uh, And they should be because Alabama almost got beat by a backup quarterback in Texas and then committed like a thousand penalties. And Georgia's the reigning defending national champions. So good for the dogs to be in the top team in the country. I don't think they're going to get tested very much in that game. Um, uh, There's only a few matchups between Battle and South Carolina, by the way, is the team they're playing. BYU plays Oregon. I don't know if that gets a lot of East Coast fans fired up for that one. Not. I think it's the last
0: chance. I mean, like... if Oregon wants to prove they belong at the table in any way, shape, or form, I think they've really got to go out and just beat up the adults. And I don't think they can, but I think they need to if they wanna if they want to be in this thing, like like a major bowl.
1: And BYU, I totally agree with that. And I think BYU is gonna get more respect when they join the Big Twelve comparison to their independent now. They've been ranked like they had Zach Wilson a few seasons ago and they got way up in the polls. So that could be different for BYU if they play well. If Nebraska didn't fire Scott Frost, this would have been a huge game for Nebraska football if they didn't get beat by Georgia Southern and Northwestern. They would have gotten Oklahoma. And it could have been like preseason people like me who thought, wow, you know, Nebraska could be undefeated at this point when they nope. A lot of the big matchups we thought were going to be there just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I like I said, it's been um I've been pretty busy. I've been I haven't really dug into uh, college football as much as I would like to, but um that that's 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 all I got, really. I haven't again. It's if I go out and I say anything about Bama negatively, like you know, I'd like to. I could get beat up, and uh, so I've kind of kept it myself. I've kind of kept it low. NFL and, <laughs> and arena. That's all I've been thinking about.
1: You know what though? I feel like your mindset is the exact mindset. I said this uh, earlier in the week on got in the to Go to Like New York football fans in college, we need something right now to keep our attention because it's such a mess. Unfortunately, you Albany football is zero two. They got Fordham this week. We would break down Fordham versus U-Albany. One and, and two, Davis. baby. One and two. They're basically the same team at this point, U-Albany and Fordham. Maybe they got some players who can make plays. New York recruits, they got to step up. Game in the city, like, uh, I don't know. Sy- U-Albany's got to get a win. Syracuse, on the other hand, gets a noon kickoff. A nooner inside the JMA wireless dome. Where, where they, that's right. Yeah, they get the Purdue Boilermakers, and the line is flipped where Syracuse opened as an underdog and now is the favorite in the game. Purdue has a sixth-year quarterback, LeVac. Not a fifth-year, a sixth-year quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who got married this past summer. Thanks a lot, COVID. We've got married quarterbacks who have been in college for six years called doctors playing for Purdue. But,
0: guys, guys, you forgot it's his third
1: marriage. Third. and now today it's the wives
0: will be the wives are gonna be there rooting for syracuse though so that <laughs> there you got that for you got that going all out. in
1: college too by the way all the XY yeah. still right. eligibility and now uh, purdue's leading rusher this season has also been rolled out of the game so there you go syracuse fans how about that you get a really old manic quarterback you're now the favorite <laughs> in the game and the leading rusher got scratched and it's a nooner so you enjoy the rest of the day that's all great news for syracuse fans i pick up my sean tucker shirt but you know the rule don't want to knock the wife I, off. Go orange, Lavec. Get, get, get some Sean Tucker gear on you this fall. You said you want a forty-four jersey to come out to Central New York.
0: I was just gonna say, do you have a forty-four for me? And uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a four-time fat guy, I'm ready. How about this? I would do like four four
1: X would be like my, my number. <laughs> How about this is the goal? A true goal. We can make this happen. Syracuse plays Notre Dame inside the JMA Wireless Dome later this fall. That will be the goal, to get you to the Notre Dame game only if someone has a 44 jersey available for you. Last time we went to a Syracuse game, you got per Washington gear. I think it's a yes. very fair goal to get you to a tailgate and find you a 44.
0: The only, the only problem is people are like, don't be polite. Give me a bigger one. Go big. Don't be polite.
1: Don't be like, oh, he's probably a 2 X. I'm not. Not right now at least. I'll try, but not by then. Do you have any picks? Do you have any games you like or are you gonna hold those off to the weekend?
0: I'm gonna to have to you have to watch the Twitter cuz uh i okay. I been focusing on the NFL like I said um NFL and indoor football. That's what I'm working on.
1: Perfect. I will send my picks over to Gaz in the Go. Check out Gaz in the Go. I got four over under plays for you on Gaz in the Go. Well, I
0: want them. I'll take them.
1: I'll give you I'll give you two. I'll give you two teasers here. Two teasers of games okay. I don't like. Okay. I got four over there. Vanderbilt Northern Illinois over 58 and a half now you're saying guys why the hell are you picking vanderbilt and northern illinois for whatever reason i had two friends at the bachelor party last week who all they wanted to watch at noon was wake forest and vanderbilt and they had the over in the game so i watched for whatever reason because they were sitting next to me on the big screen a lot of vanderbilt football last week and <laughs> 58 and a half sounds like a weird number for vanderbilt football so i will take the over for the commodores commanders anchor commies, down. So there you go. I got Northern Illinois, by the way, supposed to finish in last me, the worst team in the country last year, and they won the MAC. So shout out to the Huskies. I like them. And then LSU plays Mississippi State at home. Brian Kelly in the Bayou, Death Valley at night. So you got a team in LSU who almost put up 100 last week. Legit against Southern. They were up 49 nothing in the second quarter. And you've got Mississippi State, who's got the pirate Mike Leach slinging the ball around. You'd think high-scoring game. Over-unders, 53 and a half. This is a classic one, Levesque, you've taught me over the years. They're begging you to take the over. They want (laughs) you to think it's going to be 56. I give you every storyline possible to bet the over under Mississippi CLSU in the dark of Death Valley.
0: And also, like, the real reason I can't give you uh, any of my picks like that is because all my notes are in my phone, and I'm on my phone. So I can't really (laughs) – can't do it. I just can't. Well, there's stuff. There's a lot between me and my phone right now.
1: That's okay. Luckily, I'm tonight, literally using
0: paper for everything else. So, so.
1: tonight you will hopefully here's what's gonna drive you insane. Maybe we gotta open with this rant. We got Thursday night football tonight. We yeah, got uh, I saw Chet Davis posted this. I think somebody else from Pro Football Focus, a few people have posted that Mahomes and Justin Hermer, inner division. One of the true great quarterback matchups of a lifetime. And it's true. Like you think about like really good quarterbacks in their prime, we're gonna see for five to eight years coming up. Mahomes and Herbert's that good. You've got two potential Super Bowl teams in the Chargers and the Chiefs. Weird football, but you can only watch it on Amazon Prime. I guess we'll start with there. Is is it a good thing for the NFL that Amazon Prime is your new home for Thursday night football?
0: Not if I don't get the internet back here in this hotel, it's not. Um I, I like I I think most people have some form of of Amazon right now, I really do, but um it it's gonna be a transition. I I always think back to like all these things have always happened before, right? Maybe not exactly the way we're feeling them, but they've happened before. Like when when football finally left broadcast t- television and was put on cable, stuff like that. Like th- people freaked out that I'm sure and whatever, but it's it's growth it's everything's moving forward i don't know anyone who doesn't watch at least equal amounts of cable to you know uh, internet provider or or share app or whatever so i i don't think it's that weird and i think it's going to keep coming and figure it out and if grandpa can't figure it out prime hustle your ass over there and turn it on for him that's all there is to it
1: I love the analogy and Michael Kay said this before about certain things in technology and sports media. It's like parking a boat. It takes such a slow process for people to watch a change happen. That's what sports fan is like that question that I just gave in September of 2022. Like you said, 1992, 1972. Like we could do this for 50 years guys of, oh, are people going to complain the answer is always yes. And I feel for the people who have to deal with the cable service tonight. My dad did this. I texted you about this, right? My dad at 1245, 1245 this past Sunday, called Spectrum and said, hey, I got to order a red zone. What a wild (laughs) amateur move by him. He sat on that phone until 2.15. I can't believe Spectrum. So You know they're packed. You know everybody's wondering why. I love the people who just complain about like, why aren't the bills on? Why aren't the jet? Because we wanted to punish you individually. Yeah, call up the poor person at Spectrum and complain to them why the local affiliate decided, okay, so I'm not, look, yes, it's forever. do it. Do it. And here's hear the other thing too, like the Andrew Marshans of the world and the Michael McCarthys of the world who love to report ratings of NFL and games and everything else. So what are they going to do tonight? They're just going to guess? Because Amazon doesn't care if it's 1.1 or 1.5. You've already right. got your subscriptions. It's like Sirius right. XM. It's like Apple TV. You got your money. You got your subscriptions. People are, they don't care. They can do whatever they want right. when it comes to ratings as long as they get their money. Right, yeah,
0: because their ratings are already done when they auto-withdrawal. I think it's like $129 for the annual now. its I know it's gone up. Like, I think when I first got Amazon Prime, it was like $89 for the year. That was the promo. And then it's just like every time they're like, hey, we're going to take this much more and you're going to do it. Because you're a fat loser who doesn't want to go to the store or the mall. And, hey, we'll throw in some movies, too. You're welcome. So, like, yeah, it, it is what it is. Just learn to watch it. Figure it out.
1: I hope that's a 30-second commercial. What? Tonight Amazon, on Amazon Prime. Hey, you fat loser. You hey. already paid for this service. Might as well order this. Coming out this holiday season. Yeah, the same ambition you show when
0: not going to the mall to get new bookshelves, we expect now when we up the rate on your Amazon Prime subscription your fat ass won't even swipe right to turn it off. So enjoy, and we'll keep charging you because Bezos got divorced, and he wants to buy the moon. Bye.
1: It First in the 10, a couple
0: Michael. It's been in the holiday one a couple years ago where the, where the, the arrow looked like a penis singing at you. So that's, it always I mean, does. That.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> the,
1: but I, college I, slides I, in. Here's a guy who looks like a penis.
0: <laughs> besides, it sounds like one two.
1: besides josh allen i feel like that's a given here on this question because he's somewhere either one or two depending on where you want to rank him are these the two best young quarterbacks in the nfl so i'll say about less than five seasons in the nfl technically not on their second contract i know Mahomes is let's not you know whatever that is I, are, is this the matchup between the two best young quarterbacks in the nfl not named josh allen i
0: say you the josh allen thing is is an important Part to put in there,
1: um, I, I think so. I mean, it's definitely got
0: the, it's got the vibe of the duel, you know, that you're gonna see twice a year, and, and it's it's gonna be a big deal because of that. But uh, I don't, know, something about Herbert, like, it just, I know that he's got all the gifts. I know that he he is uh, special, but I just haven't. I guess I haven't seen him do quite enough yet for me to go, oh damn. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I see this one, and it makes me want it to be. Uh, when Montana was in Kansas City, and it was Montana versus Elway just dueling on Monday Night Football. Like, if if I want it to be that, so maybe it's not fair. Maybe my expectations are too high. But, like, I want this to be one of those generational battles, like Kelly versus Marino, and, you know, like I said, uh, Montana versus Elway, stuff like that. Like, this needs to be generationally good. Both of them need to just sling it out and have a blast tonight. That might be why I'm taking it.
1: If I had to pick between Mahomes and Allen, I would go Mahomes, just because, like you said, more I know Bills fans love Josh Allen, rightfully so, but Mahomes has a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl appearance, so he's been to the big game twice in six straight AFC title game appearances. Josh Allen's two, so they're both really close. Third is hard, because there's three guys who are all in the mix here for me. It's between Herbert, Ooh. Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. Those three are all pretty close. Like if you know where I'm probably going to go, Lamar Jackson, right. because go like L- Lamar's won the MVP, he hasn't had the playoff success yet. He started He's off the man like, that
0: you're afraid of. You don't want to say bad things about him.
1: Ex- exactly. Right. Please don't hurt me. Don't jump over my favorite <laughs> players again. He's also more exciting than Herbert because he can take off at any moment and, and hit a 60 yard run. He's just a fun player to watch. I would still give the benefit of the doubt to Lamar Jackson, but there's a lot of people who would rank this LeVac. They'd probably go Burrow Herbert Jackson. I bet there's a large contingency of football fans who view it in that order, not the order that I just posted. I
0: think I would put I would put Jackson ahead of Burrow right now because of the just the health. Like, you know, I know he was healthy enough to go and, and played well enough to win a Super Bowl, but Lamar Jackson, even though he gets hurt. Like he just seems durable in a way. Like he seems like he's gonna get back out there a little bit more. That's the only reason I would like go with your top ranking because I would rather have Josh Allen right now because of that dual threat. Except for the fact that Josh Allen right now thinks he's a linebacker and continues to like physically try to bully other players. And I just I would like him to avoid some contact. If he avoided just a little bit of contact, I would put him number one and then and Mahomes two. But um, yeah, I I think I put Herbert three at this point. Just again because of what. I think he is. I would love to see him like in a different with a different coach. Cause like, I, I just wonder how much of his already uh, like really good play is overshadowed by the crazy calls of the coach, whether they work or they don't. It's like, it kind of overshadows what Herbert's able to do.
1: It's tough when you're playing a coach, giving you a game plan, like a 14 year old playing Madden. It is tough. Yeah. What we can punt? Right. What buttons that I didn't know we could punt. Right. No one showed me that. Uh, let's do another 50-50 here before we get to our picks. I like this 50-50 because I struggled with this today prepping for the show. Okay, what's a better time for a quarterback in history? I'm talking about top to bottom division, okay? AFC West, you mentioned there. AFC West, we've got Herbert Mahomes, Carr out in Vegas, and Russell Wilson in Denver. So 2022, AFC West. I'm going to pinpoint 2016 NFC South. So, 2016 NFC South is MVP Cam Newton, Matt Ryan. Next season wins the MVP, Drew Brees, and a young Jameis Winston. What is a more impressive division, top to bottom, with quarterbacks?
0: AFC West, because um, you have the best quarterback in Mahomes, and like every one of those guys is 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 a winner of some variety. Uh, and then you go over, you go over there, and it's like you didn't even have the best quarterback in the game at that point because it was either what, still like Manning or whoever Brady, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and Winston's garbage. I'm sorry, Winston's trash. Ooh. Winston's trash. Um, yeah. And Matt Ryan, okay. Cam Newton, it was way more worried about wearing a, a male romper than he was winning a Super Bowl. No, it's it's. I don't even know if this is a tough one. I, AFC West all the way.
1: Ooh. See, I thought about this. I thought, okay, Matt Ryan, MVP, Newton, MVP, Bree should have won an MVP, Bree's Super Bowl, Newton and Ryan both lost, but thinking about it more and more today. Yeah. My guy, James does heard that conversation. He Well, if you if you were going to draft
0: them, if you're going to draft those quarterbacks right now in order, who's so what Mahomes won?
1: Winston goes eighth. Winston goes eighth. Yeah. Yeah. He goes eighth. But I mean, yeah.
0: how far do you go before you take maybe third? Do you take Matt Ryan third? Actually, oh, i would right. probably try to take Drew Brees third. I'd probably go. I would probably go Mahomes, Herbert, Brees, then then Wilson. Th- then I mean, you know, you're gonna have three of those four before you even pick, you know, Cam Newton or whoever. Yeah, that's and the then I part think about- it's kind of a toss with, with the other guys.
1: Yeah, the tough part about that is like that's the best cam we ever got, you know. Like yeah. MVP caliber. Camp, that so you covered that Panther team in San Francisco, Santa Clara that year, where I was called that team underrated because they lost one game the whole year to the Falcons, and they played them twice in basically a month in division on the road. Yeah, that stuff. I would go West though because, like you said, Jameis went. You called him trash. I would have said younger and threw a lot of picks. And Wilson's got a Super Bowl. Mahomes has got a Super Bowl. Carr's gotten the Raiders back to the playoffs, and Herbert is a few plays away from maybe getting the Chargers deeper. And as you pointed out already, coaching can take some of that blame. Right. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's the West all day. All day. Let's get into our week two predictions. Let's talk about who we got this time, week two. Uh, Last week, LeVac posted a winning record. How about that? Nine and seven. He beats me by one game. I go eight and eight. Before we get to our week two picks, and by the way, if you have a pick that you like, you can let us know on YouTube, on our Apple side, Spotify, whatever it might be, or however you're watching and listening to the show. But we got to talk about Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Route 50, the shops of Wilton, your spot this fall to get that engagement ring, that wedding man, that piece of jewelry, that earring, the necklace, whatever it might be. I'm heading to a wedding Saturday. An officiate in the wedding. Shout out to Aaron and Shannon. Ooh. Don't forget, guys, even though you're getting married Saturday, it doesn't mean the gifts stop, Aaron. Make sure to remember that anniversary gift, the birthday, the holiday season, and more, and make the trip to Wilton, New York, and visit Alyssa, visit David, Tammy, Jacob, the whole crew there where they can help you find what she's looking for, what fits her style and her fashion. Family owns and operated business. It's people that you want to have when you're making that big purchase and you're getting compliments on for years to come. Go in, whatever it is, they will help you find what fits your budget, and we like to say during football season, if you want seven hours of commercial-free football, if you want to get all your work done in the morning and not hear a complaint, have that Lillian David Fine Jewelers bag right on the kitchen table on a beautiful Sunday in the fall or a Saturday when you've got some action going. Lillian David Fine Jewelers, you can thank LeVac and I later when you get all that time to watch football. Shout out to everybody over there.
0: There's a um, There's a billboard down here for some jewelry store. And it says uh, she'll fetch you from the doghouse. And I was like, they're they don't know they're talking about Alyssa at Lillian David, but they're talking about Alyssa at Lillian David. They don't even know it, but that's who they really mean all the way through. Um, yes. I do not have access to the interwebs, I don't have access to the spreads or any of that stuff. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to lead this this
1: shindig. I've got it. Let's lead off with tonight's game. We're still gonna keep the New York teams at the end. So we'll save the Jets, Giants, and Bills for the end. Let's lead off with Thursday night football tonight. The Chiefs are at home. 815 kickoff. Four-point favorites over under 53. Again, these lines, courtesy, our friends over at DraftKings. Promo code 518. Sign up today. More information below here. So again, Chiefs, four-point favorites at home. LeVac, I will let you start.
0: Yeah, I think this is one of those situations kind of like what we were just talking about. Like you, I believe in Justin Herbert. I, I think the Chargers are very good. Um, at least they're trying to prove they're very good. Where the Chiefs just are very good, and you saw them play with a chip on their shoulder last week. And I think all they've heard is, well, everyone else got better, and you stayed the same, so you're not as good anymore. I think they'll come out and just just mollywop the uh, the Chargers. I'll go ahead. I'll lay the four with the Chiefs, and I, I think it's a big big scoring game. Maybe the Chiefs pull away late.
1: Look out, Mr. Thursday night. I'm back, baby. Last week, I missed on the Bills and Rams, and here I go, Try to go 0 for 2. No, no, I'm trying to go 1 for 1. I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs, Slovak It's scared nice. out there in Georgia. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning this game. Minus 4. Kansas City, my pick. A little similar to what you said. You just evaluate week 1 to week 1. Chargers played really well. They beat your Raiders. Raiders had their opportunities. The Chiefs were just better. Andy Reid, all that time to prep. And I get a shorter week now for Andy Reid. I believe in him. Kansas City just seems to be the better football team. Arrowhead, all that stuff matters. Give me Kansas City. Although the Chargers wouldn't be shocked if they get a lead at some point during this game, but just too good, man. And Tyreek Hill, it's just one week. We'll find out how much of a loss he really was as the season develops for the squad.
0: By the way, you what? may have to bet that for me because I'm, I'm in a state that doesn't respect us.
1: All right. <laughs> we'll chat after this <laughs> Dolphins Ravens Levac three and a half point favorites is Baltimore they're at home over under 44 and a half in this game I
0: you know Dolphins really impressed me uh, last week but if you look at the way Tua played it was it was a lot of high percentage short passes that I think the Ravens will get in the way of. I think the Ravens will do what it takes. Um, maybe not the highest scoring game in the world, maybe like a 27-7 kind of game, but I'll lay the points with the Ravens. Give me uh, Baltimore for the uh, three and a half point plus win.
1: I wish this was two and a half. I wish it was two and a half so bad because I feel. I like so I might. I really might because yeah. I feel like so many people are going to bet Baltimore in this game, and I want to bet Miami, and I'm going to take Miami. I wish more people would have taken the Ravens. Here's my deal with Miami: not only to to cover. This game is massive for the Dolphins. I've been saying it all week because Miami comes out with a week one win over New England and the whole franchise is a mess, right? Because they went after Sean Payton. It didn't happen. They went after Tom Brady. It didn't happen. They were trying to be aggressive years earlier. They were trying to tank. And here's the worst thing that the NFL would want to have for Miami is if that story continues and it hasn't gotten the coverage it needs to, I get the NFL's partners, but if they sucked, like, that whole fan base in this city would leave the Dolphins because they've done it with the Marlins. You know, like, Miami's a weird sports town. They want the Dolphins to be good. There's the weird conspiracy theory that Goss has already riled up in week two. But for real, Miami's really good. And they need this game more than Baltimore needs this game with all the weird stuff going on in the AFC North with injuries to teams. Miami not just covers but beats Baltimore outright, and we're thinking differently about the Dolphins for the rest of the season. I picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. Don't like this game for the Ravens. Uh, Buccaneers-Saints. Not not changing my mind. Not changing my mind. Buccaneers-Saints. Speaking about another game I don't like here, two and a half points at home. The Buccaneers are a two and a half point favorite. Game is in New Orleans. Another over under at 44 and a half. So again, Buccaneers at New Orleans, two and a half point underdogs are the Saints in this NFC South matchup.
0: I thought the Saints kind of underperformed in Week One. Obviously, I picked them and they didn't cover. But uh, something about the way the Buccaneers played, I felt like we haven't seen everything they can do yet. Uh, this is a situation where Dennis Allen is well aware of Jameis Winston and whatever else you're going to try and throw at him. I mean, like obviously he's got to watch him from over there, but like he's going to know that he can't get into a, a like a, a real air fight with Brady because he knows what he has. So I think I think you'll see Brady do plenty to win this thing. I'll, I'll take the Bucs. i'll take the favorite on the road
1: i've seen this game so many times you know we just came off the dolphins pick and dolphins fans know how well miami's played against new england over the past few years buccaneers fans like myself know how well the saints have played against the Bucs. usually this game's in prime time and tampa gets smoked uh i don't like this one either i picked against tampa last week and they beat the cowboys by two touchdowns now for the second consecutive week i'm picking against tampa New Orleans beats them at home. They've consistently beat them in the regular season. I've gone against my Buccaneers back-to-back weeks. It's New Orleans, Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas. They've been too good against my Bucs. Uh, Jets, Browns. Browns the home team in this matchup. Browns favored by 6.5 points over under just 39.5
0: in this game. <laughs> I'm just realizing that like, I saved all the New York teams for the end. Oh, I'm sorry. No, of... I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm, about. I'm gonna skip that. I'm skip that. I'm sorry. I'm skip that. I mean, I'll Patri- do it. I just no, 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 no. <laughs> I just I totally forgot. Patriots Steelers. Let's skip over that one. Patriots Steelers. Steelers two point underdogs at home. Over under forty and a half. I I hate the um, I hate
0: the injuries for Pitt right now. It makes me um. It makes me feel like that. What they want to do, and as far as be bullies, it's gonna be harder for them to do. And I think you're going to see a fired-up Pats team. I'm really on the fence on this one because I think the Pats are more fiery than they were under Brady, believe it or not. And I almost feel like it hurts them. I feel like Mac Jones is, like, trying to be Brady maybe. I don't know. I'll take the Pats. I just don't feel great about the Pats.
1: I'll take New England as well. I thought New England was going to be a playoff team. I thought Belichick was going to figure it out because you've given him enough credit for all this season that I have. I thought I was Hatriot Nation last year. Now I flopped back to the other side, but they look so bad in week one. It is, though, this game one of my favorite plays of the week. Oh, really? The guys' locks of the week under 40 and a half. I would play that under okay. because Trubisky and, number, yep. and Mac Jones and maybe get some Pittsburgh fall weather flying around. Can we name a total of three receivers on both teams? Probably not. It's that bad on the outside for weapons. I would take New England, but one of my favorite places is the under 40 and a half in that game. Colts, Jags, Jaguars, the home team, three and a half point underdogs at home over under 45 and a half in this AFC South clash.
0: I, I you know what? I believe in the Jags. I think you're going to see them get better each and every week. I really, really do. And the Colts, I don't, I don't see the Colts as a blowout team. I don't think they have the ability to blow anybody out. The Houston team, I think they're going to get beat up for, for tying Houston, maybe more than they should, but they tied Houston, and they were lucky to tie Houston. I think Jacksonville's on par with Houston. So I'll take the Jags. I'll take the three-and-a-half points.
1: Not only am I also taking the Jags like you are, this is my favorite play of both college and the NFL this weekend. I love Jacksonville in this game. Is this a lock for you? Is that what we're thinking? Yes. Right. Not only just a lock, but I love Jacksonville. You've heard it, Levac for what, two years now? A divisional team at home getting points, but you laid it out there. I thought the Colts were going to be a playoff team. The Colts' schedule is so soft for the first two months. They laid that stinky thing they call the tie in week one <laughs> against the Texans. And now Jacksonville comes home. With Trevor Lawrence now feeling a little bit more heat, I see the social media buzz starting to pick up like, hey, how come people aren't criticizing Lawrence as much? And then you get Doug Peterson to be like, okay, let's see what you guys can do against us. Walker, the rookie from Georgia, played well in the first game. I love Jacksonville, not just to cover, but to win against the Colts. Here's the only big problem, but the big if here. Jacksonville was horrible against the run. Antonio Gibson looked like a mix between John Riggins and Clinton Portis. They play Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that's a big if. If Jacksonville can slow down the best running back the last 20 games in the NFL, they can win. So that's my one fear about that pick. Uh, <laughs> Commanders versus Lions. Dan Campbell Ugh. back at home for this one. They are a one point favorite over under 48 and a half in Commanders versus Lions in the Motor City.
0: Oh, this is an ugly freaking game. Ugly game. I, I'm I keep I keep thinking, I really like Detroit. I really want to see what Detroit can do. I really think Detroit can win. And then going, I'm falling for it. I'm falling for it. It's not, they're not that good. I'm falling for it. Um, but I'm going to take them. I'm going to lay the one point because I, I hear uh, DeAndre Swift was asked today how he's feeling. He said he's fine. He's just been, they've been resting him in practice. Um, Amon, um, Amon Ross St. Brown had a, had a really, really good game. Um, Goff has got a little attitude to him right now, and I like it. I mean, it, not as little as his hands, but he's got a little attitude. Uh, I, think, I think they could they could win this game. Um, I could just be underestimating the commanders, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Detroit on this one. I'll lay the one point.
1: I want Detroit to be better. I want them to be good. I want them to win. They have not earned the right for me to pick them yet. I know they covered last week. It would have been really cool if they won outright – until they break this stigma of losing these close games, I can't pick the Lions to win outright. So that way, because it's a one-point spread and they're favored, I'll take the Commanders. Does anyone deserve less to be 2-0 and than the Washington Commanders if you're going to come out, yeah. out of the gates and beat Jacksonville and Detroit?
0: Ugh. Well, right. i picked against them twice now, so I'll feel very crappy about that.
1: Let's, let's move it in the 4 o'clock window Falcons Rams game out on the West Coast. The Rams are a 10 point favorite at home, over under 46.5. I'm going to take the Falcons here. I just, I, it's,
0: it's again, I'm going back and forth, but I think, I think the Falcons can keep this single digits. And I, I'm, I'm a little scared the Rams are like, they're so pissed off after what happened with Buffalo that they're just going to just take the Falcons behind the woodshed. Ten points is so much. So I'll take the I'll take the Falcons. I'll take the points and I'll pray for four quarters that they can keep it within ten points.
1: Oh, I told you I'm done betting the Falcons. I'm not putting any money ever again on Atlanta for anything ever. And I can feel how this game's gonna go. I can feel it, right? It's gonna be like by the time kickoff happens at nine and a half. And something's going to happen where Atlanta's going to cover in like the last garbage touchdown with like 30 <laughs> seconds left when they're down it's 17. So I would stay away. Here's the stay away game of the week for me. Yeah. It's Rams-Falcons. It could easily be a push if Atlanta doesn't put in that touchdown late. Hope it's at 10 if it gets to 9.5 a, a run. But if I'm forced to make a pick here, I would take the Rams. I would take the Rams at 10 oh, because 9.5 is more heartbreaking than 10.
0: I'm extremely unconfident. I'm just putting it there. I'm extremely unconfident. But I'm just going to roll. I'll let it ride.
1: Seahawks and 49ers. The 49ers are the home team in this matchup. The Niners are favored by 8.5 over under 41.
0: I I rolled with them last week, and it worked out really well. I think I'm going to roll with them again. I think 8.5 points is a ton of points. I think... Trey Lance smells worse than Rex's last poopy diaper, however long ago that was. And I just, uh, I, I just don't, I don't think Devo Samuel's a hundred percent ready yet. I think, I think the best San Francisco team is yet to come, and I think Seattle will play well enough to keep this thing close. They'll ugly it up just like they did on uh, on Monday night. Give me, give me those birds, hey Seahawk Nation, let's fly.
1: I don't know if we consider ourselves Joe public. But we've used that term before of the casual better hopping in on some of these games. This screams public money on Seattle, doesn't it? Right? Because they come out week one. They have the Geno Smith story. They shocked the world and beat Denver. San Francisco is the biggest upset of week one. So you think like, whoa, eight and a half points. Seattle played so good last week and San Francisco played so bad. I'm going to bet the Seahawks. I should be smarter than that. Like, I should be like, what am I missing? What am I not seeing here? Why is it eight and a half? But I like when you and I think similar. And some people think that's the best time to bet against us. But until Trey Lynch shows me he's good, I'm not going to pick the Niners. Like he had an opportunity last week called it Stunk. This week, they don't have a running back. How are they going to do it? Do I think Geno Smith is all of a sudden going to turn into this phenomenal veteran quarterback after one game where they posted less than 20 points? No. But eight and a half. Let's hope it doesn't get to 6.5 because we're having another conversation. I would take the Seahawks at 8.5. I will take the Seahawks with that as well.
0: I would middle this thing. I'd bet it at 8.5 and then go the other way at 6.5. I'd try to middle the hell out
1: of this thing. I would. I'd be all All in if we could get that done. Bengals-Cowboys game in Texas. The Cowboys are a 7-point dog over under 42 in this one. Hate this game. Hate this game.
0: because because I All right, so here's the deal. I have a rule when it comes to the Bengals. The Bengals are the king of the three-point game. Whether they're favored, whether they're underdogs, three points is is almost always the difference in these games, which would lead you to say, well, then LeVac, just take the Cowboys. And I'm not not taking the Cowboys because Dak Prescott's hurt. I'm not taking the Cowboys because Mike McCarthy is the sorriest sack of shit that has coached an NFL team maybe in my lifetime. And I like him. Like, I think I would like to go have a beer with him sometime. I'm sure after what I just said, he will not invite me. However, (laughs) he is such an average, ordinary sack of duty coach that I don't think he can get this thing done. I'll take the Bengals. I'll lay the seven. And I'm teetering on making it a lock, even though I never take the Bengals
1: at more than three points. I'm taking the Bengals too. I have no faith or confidence in what Dallas can do on offense. There's a part of me that wants to take the under in this game. Like I could see, I can see Cincinnati winning like twenty-four to ten. I could see Cincinnati winning like twenty-one to thirteen. I think those are that all happens very- if
0: they can't keep Burrow upright. If if uh-huh. Burrow ends up on his ass five six times, I see what you're saying. I'm hoping that Burrow stays on his feet and just shows off a little bit.
1: Prove it to us, Dallas, just like the previous match we talked about with the Niners and Lance. Let's find out if Dallas has got enough in the tank anymore. Texans, Broncos, Broncos, home team, favored by 10 points in this game over under 46.
0: I am, I'm a Texans believer. I really, really am. I, I think, I think you're going to see this Texans team get better each and every week. Lovey Smith may have made a decision that some people, God's Called for his head instantly on. But I think he's coaching based on what he has and where he has them on the evolutionary scale of being a winning football team. So you give me 10 points with that versus a, a Denver team that I think is Nathaniel Hackett. Like you, 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 you come for the king. You best not miss. Mike McCarthy is looking at you going, You want a piece of this terrible to- coaching title I got over here? Come get it, buddy. Come and have some of it. I the better coach is in Houston, and dare I say, you know, the better game plan is gonna be from Houston. Give me 10 points and an old ET neck, and I think I got a chance. i am taking you that's a lock, too, by the way.
1: Lock it down. Texas in this one. Oh man, this is a fun game. I think this game, like in that seven seven thirty window, I know it's a 425 kickoff, but it might be way more exciting than I realize right now of how good these teams can actually perform on offense. I'm really leaning towards the over in this game, but I'm gonna take Denver. Because it feels as if Hackett's never going to stop throwing the football. Like Hackett's going to be like, all right, I screwed up. Hey, Javante Williams, hey, Melvin Gordon, maybe you guys can be like, not be terrible for me for once in a while. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to constantly throw the ball and constantly throw and test single, uh, Stingley Jr., by the way, on the outside, the rookie. If Stingley Jr. steps up, Houston can cover. More prove it games for me. I will take Denver with double digits at home, and it's more about Nathaniel Hackett trying to be the smartest guy in the room. And we'll find out is he the worst coach or he's the best coach. I'm with you on that storyline, though. What coach is going to blow this for their team is definitely a huge, and that's why I love it. The 6:37 because Scott Hansen's going to go crazy. Everyone on Twitter is going to go pounding but, on their keyboards like, did you believe what? Yes, definitely. A I may have to stop
0: and eat dinner on my road, my ride up the coast to watch this one.
1: What was the total again on that one? I believe it's 46, 46 right in the money.
0: All right, I'll leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Because I kind of like the idea of the over. I think I think Houston's got an offense, buddy. I really do. I think they got an offense.
1: Cardinals, Raiders, your Raiders in <sighs> Vegas. Five and a half point favorites over under 51 and a half.
0: Uh, Raiders kind of let me down in week one. I don't know if I expected them to flat out win, but I expected them to you know, play four quarters not, you know, two and a half. Um, I love I love seeing Derek Carr get back together with his college girlfriend. That's so much fun. But I hope he doesn't forget his side piece, the slot machine, third and Renfro. Uh, Waller just signed that big deal, start moving the ball around a little bit, and I think we're on to something. I can't pick against the Raiders. I hate the five and a half, but I'll take the Raiders. I'll lay the five and a half as a loyal member of Raider Nation. And because the Cardinals are garbage, Five and a half is a little bigger than what I was hoping this would be. Actually, you know what? Screw it. Raiders are a lock. Let's go. Five and a half. Lock them up. Whoa!
1: Raiders. I just talked myself
0: into it. It's too big of a number. It should have been three and a half. They're trying to get me to bet the Cardinals. Raiders. Raiders will win by at least a touchdown. I just talked myself into it.
1: I'm going Raiders too. We have a lot of similar picks this week. I like Vegas because of Week One performances. Even though they had their opportunities, they're far better than Arizona. I'm starting to wonder, and may I mention I may have mentioned this in like last November, December. Am I a secret Cardinal hater? Like, do I just not want to give the Cardinals credit? Is it Kyler Murray? Is it Cliff Kingsbury? Is it injured DeAndre? You you do hate Kyler Murray. You do hate. I I don't think I ever picked the Cardinals to win ever, but sometimes picking against them has benefited me. If Arizona can go out in the new black hole and beat Vegas outright, awesome. Great for them. That's a huge win. But Arizona could easily be 0-2. And, and in competitive divisions, AFC and NFC West, it feels quickly Vegas needs this one because of how tight that division is going to be. I will take Vegas for sure. And then the Sunday night game. Don't forget we have two Monday games and our New York teams to get to. Sunday night game, Bears, Packers, Packers, nine and a half point favorites in Lambeau Ooh. Field, 41 and a half. See over-under. Pass. Um oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'll go first. I'll go first if you want. Go ahead. You go first. Okay. Uh, I want to take Chicago again because it's a lot of points coming off a win and going to a rival road game with one extra day to prepare. But how are they going to score? Like even last week when they beat San Francisco, let's not act like Darnell Mooney became the greatest. Jerry Rice and Justin Fields became a mix between, I guess, Jay Cutler and Jim McMahon. Bears, man. The history of quarterbacks isn't great. Aaron Rodgers against Chicago. They can do it. I'm sure Big Cat at Barstool will be rooting against them, But I will take Green Bay at home. I'll take Green Bay with the points at Lambeau on a Sunday night. What do you got for the points again? Nine and a half, Green Bay's favored by. Sooner
0: or later, Aaron Rodgers is going to do his little roll the eyes, talk all the crap to his team, be a jerk, and they're not going to respond well to it the following week. It hasn't happened yet. Anytime Aaron Rodgers has been a spoiled little B, his team has bounced back and been on his side. I don't think this is the same team. I think somehow, some way, the Bears will win this game. Outright. Um, yeah, I do. I do. I just, but I'm gonna take the points for my pick because I'm not stupid. But like I just I, the Bears have to beat him sooner or later. And after the way he acted last week, like what a dick. He's just as if you didn't already know he was a spoiled, petulant piece of crap, like who happens to be a really good quarterback, and that's why we forgive him for being that. He just like the way he treated his team, like a team that you knew you took all the money so they couldn't go get the people that you would need or keep the people you wanted. Like I just I think you're seeing the the bloom is off the rose. Rogers will not get the support he normally gets in a bounce back from his little temper tantrum.
1: Somewhere, John Danielle just cracked a Miller Light in the second one. Plus 370, by the way, on DraftKings right now. If you want to take Bears' money line, plus 370.
0: He lit, he lit an entire pack of Marbreads with a blowtorch and just started puffing.
1: That hurts <laughs> hurt
0: my soul to be nice to
1: him. Two Monday night games, which is always confusing when it's kind of in that same window because it's not a West Coast Monday night game. So we'll do the first one, then flip back to the New York teams. Vikings-Eagles. Eagles, a two-point favorite at home against Minnesota, 15 and a half, the over-under.
0: I'm on the Vikings. Um, there was a lot of pressure on the Vikings last week. They The entire world is on their side all of a sudden, and they played well. They, uh, they they really just never looked like they were going to lose that game, so I feel pretty good about them. Uh, Eagles look like they they could be a really powerful team, probably, probably the best team in the NFC East. But they also look like a team that hasn't figured out how to, you know, sweep the leg, on. So uh, give me, give me Minnesota. I think Minnesota is going to have some improve a little bit more, and they'll, uh, the Eagles will make one or two more mistakes than than the uh, Vikings score.
1: Love this game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game, a playoff soon-to-be matchup, maybe if the division works out that way with Minnesota and Philly playing each other again. Really good teams. This comes down to the home crowd. I get a Philadelphia crowd versus the Skull crowd. If this game's in Minnesota, I would have taken Minnesota. The game's in front of a crazy Philly crowd on a Monday night. I'll take Philly, but this really feels like a fourth-quarter tie-game turnover game. If Kirk Cousins throws a pick, Philly wins the game. If Jalen Hurts fumbles the football or they go for it and they're too aggressive, turnover on downs, Minnesota wins the game. This is a fourth-quarter turnover game. I will take Philly home crowd advantage in that one. It's going to be a fantastic game, though, on Monday night. All right, the New York teams, let's flip it back jets browns six and a half point favorites cleveland at home over under 39 and a half i have to laugh that number is so low low.
0: um you know i don't i guess cleveland i I mean this is another one this is another one it's just like the jets threw the ball like 70 7500 times in the last game i think that the only way I would pick the Jets is if I believed 100% they were going to they were going to rally around Big Game Bob. And when Bob Sala came out and said, "We're keeping receipts." You know what I mean? Like if they all looked at him and went, "Yeah, we are. Screw everybody. We're going to win now." Um, but Cleveland's just got so much freaking talent. Neither team has a quarterback. They're both collegiate quarterbacks at this point. Uh, so give give me give me Cleveland.
1: I'll take Cleveland as well. Uh, the jets i want to give you guys hope i want to give you guys something to root for it's such a good draft it's such a good training camp you cut guys who could have aren't they eight was the number cleveland too and 39 and a half is weird to me because everybody knows they're both playing with backup quarterbacks i wonder by the end of our locks i'm probably by sunday i'm going to be more and more tempted to take this over for some reason 39 I'm and half to take the over.
0: under because i mean last time you saw it, 39 and a half
1: yeah, that's a low number. I don't know it what is. Vegas... I'm trying to outsmart Vegas, and maybe that has to become a pass for me quick if I'm going to put myself into a pretzel. All right, Panthers and Giants. Giants, a point-and-a-half favorite now. That line's moved a lot. Point-and-a-half favorite over under 43-and-a-half in this one. I mentioned it moved a lot. If you looked at that game from preseason now to Week 2, the Giants being favored, I shocks shock some people. Let's talk Big Blue versus Carolina Blue.
0: I've got... Uh... I got, a little, I got a little Brian Daybold fever going on over here. I, I I, like the way he coaches. I like the way the team responds to him. Uh, he even had Daniel Jones looking like he should be in the NFL towards the end of the game. And uh, Saquon Barkley looks great. Uh, you know, I, I thought if there was a game that Carolina would look dominant in, it would be the last one when, when they were taking on Baker's former team, which means one of two things. You're just crap or you don't believe in Baker enough to go play hard for him. Either one, not good for you. So give me the Giants.
1: So Carolina might go to Owen Sue with Baker. Matt Rule will probably talk about his job security. I love the idea of potentially New York going to 4-0. and Brian Dable. I don't like one and a half, though. Uh, I wish this was two or three or pick them. Can we get another pick em for Carolina again? Because I can see the same scenario playing out again. A late touchdown by the Giants trailing. Him deciding to go for one or two again. A one-point victory for New York. I will take the Giants. I've said they sucked, but I like this one at home, and I feel like that crowd's going to be electric too. We just mentioned the Philly crowd; that giant crowd is going to be fired up for that game. For that team, finally looking good. Last but not least, Buffalo, Tennessee, ten-point favorite. The Bills over under forty-eight in this one.
0: It's my last lock. I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to lock it up. I think, um, I think they've got an enormous chip on their shoulder. I think they've got a lot that they think they need to prove. And they're going up against the former number one seed. They're going up against a team that has played them tough each and every time they faced them. And a team that, if I'm being honest with you, is just not as good as they were last year or, the, or not even close to as good as they were the year before. Uh, the Bills get 10 points. You're like, wow, that's a lot of points. I would never lay that many against a, a, you know, a team like the Titans. But I don't think the Bills will take their foot off the gas. I think the Bills will just keep keep coming and, and then 10 is going to be enough. And they might cover by 20 or 30.
1: We're gonna play a new game here on our pick segment. Hopefully somebody will watch this. I tried doing this last year and the math started crunching my brain. Will I pick more often against Arizona or Levac will pick more often against Tennessee? Our teams we hate the most. Sometimes maybe there's a team we don't even realize we're gonna be hating against this season. I had a feeling you're going to pick against the Titans, but rightfully so in this one because Buffalo's too good. Another, that's our final three games to close out with insane crowds for this game. The Bills Mafia on a Monday night against a team that was considered, well, record-wise, was the top team in the AFC. Yeah, this is Buffalo all day. The only thing I would be a little concerned about if I was Buffalo is if there's a first-half spread out there. I know everyone's going to think the Bills are going to roll. I would not be shocked if... If the coaching by Mike Vrabel tries to eat that clock up and takes the mafia crowd out of it with Derrick Henry, who did not look like the usual Derrick Henry. He got depleted in that first game. I would take the Titans with the first half points, but Buffalo with the overall points at the end. So that's one of your locks. Let's give your locks first, and then I'll close out with my locks.
0: I'm going to take the Texans plus 10. I just I think this is a team that is going to play solid football and catch a lot of people off guard uh Raiders I'm laying the five and a half I thought that was a bigger spread than what it should have been I would have put this game at three and a half four so I'll go ahead and lock that up and finally I think the bills are on the on the the we're going to show you all something tour or as or as uh, Jim Carrey used to say it's a uh, fire marshal bill back in the in living color days and they're just going to slap the hell out of the the crappy ass Tennessee Titans
1: I've got three I like a lot I like Jacksonville
0: I like Miami, that one too, by the way. Jacksonville plus.
1: Lock. Yeah. Jacksonville plus three and a half. Miami plus three and a half. Under 40 and a half for Pittsburgh, New England. So, like, those three are strong locks. Like, I love those. Again, one more time New England, Pittsburgh under. Jacksonville with the points. Miami with the points. I'm dancing between my fourth one. I'm going to take Seattle. I'm going to do it again. Just keep riding these teams I hate. I'm going to ride with the Seahawks on that one. <laughs> fly with the
0: Seahawks. Fly. Yeah,
1: fly with them. With him, please. Did you see you his know, new man. video? Did you see his oh. new video with the family football faith thing for Russell Wilson on TikTok? He's a turd. I think he knows he's trying to be corny now.
0: No, he doesn't. He's a robot. He's a robot and he has malware and he doesn't know what's going on. And it's just bad. It's just bad. It's Dork X machina, is what he's the, the Russell Wilson story, Dork X machina.
1: I know he's going to take this as a compliment. I hope he does. But our guy, Coach Hal over at Scotia Glenville, I love he, Coach. he coaches young football players. One of the young things they teach at the levels, the old run passing. Like, if you're not in the game and, like, you're dealing you know, with young football players, you might get really faked out bad on a play action. So you're like, run, pass. There's video that's coming out from NFL films that, like, Russell Wilson was walking up to guys. Like, hey, every play, you got to yell out run or pass. And I'll be like, shut up. They're adults. They're not 12, dude. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like you're trying to be a leader, and like the corn. I finally hit this level when I when my son was born, and I know you're gonna know what I'm talking about. This, like, I used to think, like, hey, like, why don't some of the players call the coach coach? Like, you got to be respectful. Like, why are some guys like it's harder to coach college kids than pro kids? Once I had a kid, I'm like, Oh, I get it now. Like, you're an adult. Like, (laughs) I couldn't imagine my teammate at 32 years old walking to be like, Hey man, I need you to say runner pass. Like, no, no. but no what are, you, what are you talking about dude i'm not 12 so and that's out there and they gave him the looks they deserve to give him
0: i i wouldn't like i i think i'd be okay with it if i was if it was like but not the quarterback <laughs> it's like
1: a d guy you know I mean? a d line guy you like yeah. fired up yeah by,
0: like ray lewis yeah, yeah. like like in my yeah my, yeah ray lewis if my middle linebacker if the mike backer was like listen we're a team you yelled runner pass you do it and he's like well i don't want it well then you're gonna up in a trunk like the last people who pissed me off, like, God. like that's right. yeah. But like the quarterback, like you mean when you play, like what do you, what do you want? Are, they, are you, you gonna <laughs> drop back and cover, play a little free safety today? There, danger, Russ, jackass.
1: All right, enjoy Ooh, your jackass. weekend drive. Enjoy Orlando. Thank you for doing this on a on an improv Thursday. We've we've had a lot of Thursdays. We had the Irons Edge. We had Hooters. We did this one remote next Thursday. We're out live. I like this Thursday stuff again. If you're looking for the picks, if you joined us late. If you're watching on the live side, it will be time tomorrow. So if you're looking for a certain okay. game, I loved how that turned out. It was really cool to see some of the time-stamp stuff. And luckily, we got our sponsors rolling across. So if you, our picks get right, we always tell you support our sponsors. If you're nailing our picks because of us, so go back. And if and they watch get wrong,
0: well. really support the sponsors because we're gonna need that money. Do you, Do, you
1: any any <laughs> Do you have any advice?
0: Um, yeah, you know, um, my advice to you. Just call your congressman if they're in Georgia and tell them that mobile betting belongs here because it's out of freaking control that i got to drive to Alabama or call Gaz to make my bets. I'm an adult, and I'll bet how I want, damn it. Peach state my act.